Welcome to Insights, a production of J.P. Morgan Asset Management. Insights is an audio podcast that provides perspective on the opportunities and uncertainties facing investors today. Today's program, the Market Insights Notes on the Week Ahead. Hello, this is David Kelly. I'm Chief Strategist here at J.P. Morgan Funds. Today is November 30th, 2020. Following a knee-jerk flight-to-safety bounce as the pandemic struck, the U.S. dollar has drifted down in recent months and is now down over 6% year-to-date against the euro and over 4% year-to-date against the yen. This is a small step on a welcome journey. While some politicians and editorial writers will always proclaim their pride in a strong dollar, the truth is an overvalued currency has been wrecking havoc in the U.S. economy for years, undermining our manufacturing sector, depressing demand for our exports, and encouraging protectionist policies which inevitably retard economic progress, both here and abroad. A key question for investors, as this pandemic year draws to a close, is whether this trend is likely to continue. Exchange rates are generally more governed by the whims of the markets than fundamentally economic and policy trends. Still, there are a number of reasons to believe the dollar will continue to fall, including a persistent trade deficit, the likelihood of very easy monetary policy in the United States, the potential for stronger growth in the global economy than in the U.S., and the prospect for more predictable trade policies under a new Biden administration. Such a dollar decline should boost both our exports and U.S. corporate profits. However, for investors, the most important impact of a falling dollar should be seen in outperformance of international and particularly emerging market equities. Historically, a nation's trade balance has been regarded as a principal determinant of the direction of its currency. As America imports more than it exports, it floods the world with dollars to be exchanged into foreign currency to buy those imports. That excess supply of dollars should push its value down relative to foreign currencies. This would seem to be a solid argument for a lower dollar today. Trade data due out on Friday should show a monthly deficit of over $60 billion for the fourth consecutive month, with exports down 14% year-over-year compared to a 3% year-over-year decline in imports. The trade deficit could continue to grow in 2021, in theory putting steady downward pressure on the dollar. However, it has to be acknowledged that this linkage between the U.S. trade balance and the dollar has proven very weak over the years, as flows into and out of financial assets have had greater impact on the exchange rate than the settlement of trade accounts. However, even in this area, the tide now seems to be running against the dollar. This week, President-elect Biden will announce his economic team and is expected to nominate former Fed Chair Janet Yellen to be Treasury Secretary. As Fed Chair Janet Yellen earned a reputation as an ardent dove and spent much of her tenure trying to rev up the economy enough to generate very low unemployment, a mission which has been continued by her successor, Jay Powell. As Treasury Secretary, Janet Yellen will be responsible for the federal government's position on the dollar, and while she will have limited tools to engineer any dollar decline, she can be expected to avoid the we-believe-in-a-strong-dollar mantra of many of her predecessors. In addition, the fact that the election appears to have resulted in divided government depending on the outcome of two Georgia Senate runoff elections, suggests less fiscal stimulus in the years ahead, and consequently, in the eyes of the Fed, more monetary stimulus, which, all other things being equal, should result in a lower dollar. There's also the issue of global economic growth. In the aftermath of the great financial crisis, the US embarked on the longest expansion in its history. While many in the United States lamented the slow pace of this recovery, it was uninterrupted. In sharp contrast to Europe, which fell into recession due to the European debt crisis, or many emerging market economies where growth slowed due to a commodity bust. Consequently, over the last decade, global GDP growth only outpaced the US by roughly 0.4%. In the decade ahead, global growth should re-accelerate, 
While the U.S. will relatively quickly find itself bound by the labor supply constraints that dogged global U.S. economic growth at the end of the last expansion. A re-emergence of a growth gap between the rest of the world and the U.S. should push the dollar down. Finally, trade policy under a Biden administration is likely to be more predictable than under President Trump. This should be important as tariffs and the threat of tariffs under the outgoing administration serve to reduce global trade. The trade war hurt other nations more than the United States, since international trade is a smaller part of the U.S. economy than for almost all of our trading partners, and this was likely an important reason for the strengthening of the U.S. dollar in 2018. While the Biden administration will likely be equally determined as its predecessor to reduce the U.S. trade deficit with China, its approach is likely to be more strategic and multilateral. If this is the case, the U.S. may be able to make some progress on trade in the context of rising global trade overall. This more predictable world should put additional downward pressure on the U.S. dollar. For investors, a lower dollar should be positive for U.S. corporate earnings, directly increasing the value of overseas revenues while making it easier for U.S. companies to compete at home and abroad. However, it should also boost the value of foreign equities. Returns in international equities have lagged U.S. returns badly in recent years, due both to a rising dollar and underperformance in local currency terms. Statistical analysis suggests that emerging market equities have been particularly badly hurt by a strong dollar. However, as this year draws to an end, both the MSCI EM Index of Emerging Market Equities and the MSCI EFA Index of International Developed Economy Equities support valuation metrics which are close to 20-year lows relative to the S&P 500. A closing of that valuation gap, combined with a falling dollar, could allow international equities to significantly outpace U.S. equities as the world shakes off the pandemic and embarks on a new economic expansion. Well, that's it for this week. Please tune in again next week. And if you have any questions in the meantime, please reach out to your J.P. Morgan representative. This content has been produced for information purposes only. And as such, the views contained herein are not to be taken as advice or recommendation to buy or sell any investment or interest thereto. Reliance upon information in this material is at the sole discretion of the recipient. The material was prepared without regard to specific objectives, financial situation, or needs of any particular receiver. Any research in this asset has been obtained and may have been acted upon by J.P. Morgan Asset Management for its own purpose. The results of such research are being made available as additional information and do not necessarily reflect the views of J.P. Morgan Asset Management. Any forecasts, figures, opinions, statements of financial market trends, or investment techniques and strategies expressed are those of J.P. Morgan Asset Management, unless otherwise stated, as of the date of production. They are considered to be reliable at that time, but no warranty as to the accuracy and reliability or completeness in respect of any error or omission is accepted. They may be subject to change without reference or notification to you. J.P. Morgan Asset Management is the brand for the asset management business of J.P. Morgan Chase & Company and its affiliates worldwide. J.P. Morgan Distribution Services Incorporated. Copyright 2018. J.P. Morgan Chase & Company.